0: Shark MMA Show. This is Jim, the podcast sherpa from Too Many Podcasts, and you've got a ringside seat to the Mark the Shark MMA Show. Mm, let's get ready to podcast! Hi, everyone. i like to let everybody know about a latest release by an amazing author by the name of Stephen Anthony. The name of the book is called The Assassin's Daughter. It's available on Amazon in both Kindle and paperback versions. Hi everyone, I am your host, Mark the Shark Retorto, and welcome to the Mark the Shark MMA Show, where every week we talk about the wonderful sport of MMA. Today we will review the most recent and upcoming events in MMA news. In each episode, the format may be changed, but you will always be entertained. There will be special interviews with special guests, along with special insights on the sport from our guest hosts. Also, check out our Facebook page for news and updates on future episodes. Also, we appreciate donations from our listeners to keep our podcast up and running. You can make a donation by clicking on the click the support button Found at anchor.fm/slash mark the shark MMA show, and that's marks both with a C and not a K. We are also looking for guests who want to be on the show and sponsors who want to advertise their product and brand on the show. For more information, contact me on the mark the shark MMA show Facebook page. Also, for a plug-in, if you're looking for a good action, thriller, suspense novel, check out a book called The Cabal: The Saga Begins. You can find it on both Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. It is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobooks format on amazon.com, and paperback version only on barnesandnoble.com, and a hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. For a good book for your kid to read, check out I Am a Survivor or Invisible Girl, written by a little 11-year-old girl by the name of Christina Retorta. She has her books, in Kindle and audiobook format and paperback format on Amazon.com and paperback format on both Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. And And the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. Okay, everyone, keep on listening. We'll be back shortly after this break. Hi everyone out there. I just want to make an announcement that both me and my daughter have new books out there on the market available on Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com as well as our website retortofamilybooks.com My book is called Mark is the Vampire It's a brand new fantasy vampire novel and my daughter's book is called A Little Bit Louder It's the second book in her Invisible Girl series Check it out Again, it's either it's available at either retortofamilybooks.com Amazon.com or com. Great. All right, guys, I'm, we're back on the Mark the Shark MMA show. Today I'm here with Zane. We're here to go over and do the, uh, the results of the last UFC, UFC 250, with the main event being Amanda News versus Felicia Spencer. How you doing today, Zane?
1: I'm good, Mark. How you been, buddy?
0: Good, good. A little tired, a little tired late night last night after uh, watching UFC. I actually did a, um, one of my guests was a former MMA fighter who's now a comedian. His name is Adam Nutter. I was on his show. We were doing a, uh, I guess they call it a, a watch show or fight watch show or something where you stream live and, I guess I don't know where he puts it. I don't know if it was on a regular podcast, YouTube, or whatever. It was like him and his whole crew, so it was it was kind of interesting. Anyway, so what did you think of last night's fights, man?
1: Well, I have to say it it uh, a little bit surprising, a little bit not so surprising. I think the main event. I knew that Felicia Spencer was a tough girl, uh, even though she's a pretty girl, a little bit more on the pretty side. She. uh she seems like a, a grinder, someone yeah. who can take some, some damage and someone who can uh, can withstand five hard rounds. But I just think that uh, – I really thought that Amanda might have uh, been able to take her out within two or three rounds with her power. But Felicia was able to, you know, take some really hard shots that might have knocked people out in the past. And But there was definitely – uh, really almost no competition. I mean, Amanda just, she was able to beat her everywhere.
0: I agree. I mean, that, actually, that's what we were talking about last night, like me and the other guys. It, it just, well, Felicia's good. I mean, obviously, she was a champion in an organization, but it just, I mean, she let's face, the right, you bring Chris joint. Cyborg, who, in my opinion, can beat probably most men. <laughs> she, you know, whether you know you're like a 180 pound man. I think Chris Cyborg can knock a, a guy out, and she knocked out Chris Cyborg, who went like I think 10 years without beat, with no no uh, losses.
1: And so I, think I, I knew that,
0: you know, Felicia was going to have a hard time. Didn't Felicia
1: Spencer beat in a five round decision Chris Cyborg?
0: No, did Chris beat Cyborg her? beat her.
1: Oh, Chris Cyborg did beat her
0: yes that was chris cyborg's last fight in the ufc after her first ever i think to be honest with you i think i have to double check but i think chris cyborg let me just double check i think her only loss was in a kickboxing match other than that moment uh um let me just check real quick cause that's bothering really me record well like, i do she went, like 10 years I think it was like 10 years without a loss to Amanda Nunes and then she fought when she went to Bellator after she got kicked out of the UFC. Um, she's got two losses. Um, at her first, once she left the UFC, she went right to Bellator and she immediately got a, a championship fight against Julia Budd.
1: Oh, that's what it was. Also, Wait
0: had, like, an amazing um, winning streak. They were both undefeated for a long time, and then so she's, like, Julia Blood's, like, second loss, too. Like, they, they all had one loss, or whatever, and then they had, like, an amazing win streak. Like, other than and Nunes, she only lost one MMA fight, and that was her first MMA fight, Chris Cyborg. And that was back in 2006. So she went from 2006 at a time when she fought Amanda Nunez in what year is that? 2018. She went 12 years without a loss. Dude. So that's what I'm saying. And the fact that Felicia went all five rounds with Amanda Nunez, I mean, that that's incredible. I mean, that was incredible.
1: She actually didn't go, uh, she went five rounds with Amanda Nunez, but she only went three rounds with Chris Cyborg because it wasn't uh, a main event. So, but she did go the distance with two of the hardest punching women in, I think, all of MMA. So that says something, whether she's able to, you know, slip or move with the punch uh, or just be able to take a really good punch. I think that that said something, but she didn't have the skills to beat them. She was able to maybe go kind of like Rocky, like able to go into the 15th round, but she obviously, you know, was outskilled or um, you know, she just didn't have the talent to beat two of the strongest, scariest women in MMA. So I still still get my, my hats off to her. She was, you know, she was a little busted up before. Like some people say, oh, they should have stopped the fight earlier. But some of these women are able to take a lot of damage. Yeah, I that. mean,
0: I I don't think she had the contusion in her head, but it wasn't like Johanna, uh Jerchak, whatever her name was. And that last one. I'm trying to remember who, I was thinking about that last night when I was thinking, like, who she just fought recently, and I can't remember who she she fought that gave her that that turned her head and made her look into a Star Trek figure.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, we oh, saw yeah. that
0: fight too. Her face was Humbled, remember that? So I'm like, all right, yeah. You know, fish has got you know her head's a little lumped up, but she doesn't look like an alien yet. <laughs> she's not exactly an alien.
1: but I'm trying to I'm trying to remember who she fought.
0: Yeah, it was her very last fight. I'm trying to think if that was for the belt or not. Oh, it was that um the reigning champ. uh the uh that other mu Thai champ. Like she beat her in Muay Thai.
1: I think I know who you're talking about.
0: Yeah, I don't. I'm too lazy to look it up. But anyway, when she was in that fight, um, you know her. She's blonde.
1: Yes, yes, yes. I just uh, can't She's a 125 now. pound champion. Yes, she's yes. also uh, Polish. Um, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. uh, I forget her name right now.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I mean, it was good, man. And then you had. I don't know the fight before it, Cody Van yeah, Garbrand. was like yeah. a knockout. That was like a Robbie Lawler, Mike Tyson
1: knockout. I, mean, I wasn't, I wasn't too sure how I felt about uh, that fight. I mean, um, both of the guys, I felt fought. Uh, I fought better in the past. Uh, Cody, obviously, he has you know knockout power, and he's a black belt in jujitsu. But uh, he's still a little bit too much. He doesn't, not cover up the way he should. I mean, a lot of guys in the UFC, they, you know, they're smart. They got their hands up, and they got their chin down. And a lot of times, he, I, I think Cody just kind of sticks his head out there.
0: Uh, and- I think he does that to bait his opponent because, as an amateur fighter, I think he was undefeated. He had like fifty amateur fights, and I believe he was undefeated. Or, if he, or maybe he had one loss. I don't know if you, if you know that. He was undefeated as a boxer. Actually, I think he had 53 fights. If I'm not mistaken. I'm trying to see that. Let me check my phone right here. Cody.
1: Cody. Well, I I just don't... Oh, uh, it's uh, Valentina Shevchenko. That's who yeah. she lost. Yeah. That's yeah. who she got uh, beat up really bad with. Um, yeah, twice. I actually,
0: in the beginning of that fight, man, I was like, wow, this fight sucks, like, in the beginning. But then, like, look, like nine seconds left, he just knocked that guy out. And then, I mean, that was unbelievable. <laughs> that was an unbelievable uh, knockout.
1: Uh, well, the thing is, this, it, it was, uh, he he had his hands down. And yes, the the guy uh, Sun Tao, he's he's really good, but he Sun Tao's not really known as, I guess, a really great stand-up guy. But there's, I really feel it could have went either way, because if a Sun Tao would have caught Cody on the chin, because a lot of times he has his hands down, I feel it could have yeah. could have been his. It could have been, uh, you know, the exact opposite. I just wish that Cody would. You know understand that, yes, he had a great amount of success, and the guy is really tough, but he doesn't have the best chin, and he's got to learn how to keep his hands up and I think uh take that next step in evolution with his with his boxing because these gloves are a lot smaller, and there's a lot more weapons that are now being brought into the mix knees kicks, punches all that kind of stuff so I mean, good. He won. It might bring him up in the ranks a little bit, but he's got, I think, a way to go.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I have to correct myself. He didn't have 50 fights. I must have read really, maybe on Wikipedia, they took it off or whatever. But he had 31 wins with one loss as a, as a boxer. But that's still good. <laughs> oh, cool. MMA. But yeah, I, I don't know why. I guess that's just his style. I, I, I'm assuming he just does that to lure the guy in. But I was a shocked that, to be honest with you, I thought that if he didn't win, I thought he was going to win. What round was that anyway? That was the third was, round, right?
1: I don't I know if it was the second or the third round. I honestly don't know. I think that was – let me check now. I think that was the yeah.
0: – well, it doesn't even say. I thought it went the third round. I can't. I can't see.
1: It's it's a possibility. I thought it was gonna
0: be I thought it was gonna be the first round. Like I'm looking on the app here and it doesn't uh, I guess because my font's too big I can't see the uh, it cuts it off. Because <laughs> <Sure. laughs> my eyes are so bad I keep the font so big, it cuts it off. But I actually thought it was gonna be in the first round, to be honest with you. I'm like, if Cody wins it's and it's by knockout, it's gonna be in the first round. But that was my thinking. And then it just went on. I'm like, this fight sucks. I mean I know they have a feeling out process, but I thought it was a little bit too much of a feeling out process. I mean that that was just my opinion. But then when he landed that knockout and then and the guy tried to get back up, they tried to sit in the chair, he fell off the chair. I mean, that guy's not probably he's he's at least six, maybe even longer month suspension after that fight. I mean and then before that you had Ajamin Sterling versus uh,
1: I mean, that was
0: a great jiu-jitsu uh, submission,
1: man. I think that Aljamain Sterling has a lot going for him because
0: yeah.
1: a black belt under uh, Matt Sarah. Is he
0: black belt? I'm not even sure if he's a black belt. I know he's at least a purple. Yeah. but I knew yeah. he wrestled.
1: I think, I think he
0: wrestled.
1: I think he's a black belt now, and yes, he has accolades as far as wrestling. So he's got wrestling, good jujitsu under Matt Sarah. And his, I tell you, his striking does not look bad at all. And he,
0: I, he has, I could see him going for the belt soon.
1: I I really do hope that he continues to improve, and that they give him, you know, possibly in the next year, uh, a title shot because I think that he's he's trouble. He's definitely yeah. trouble. He's someone that, and he was able to go up against a guy, uh, uh, Corey that is that is very very good once he gets uh and it, when i when i heard al Jermaine talk in an interview afterwards he explained his game plan and i think it was an excellent game plan. when uh Corey is really great once he gets into his rhythm once he gets his his footwork and his his punches and knees and al Jermaine said i gotta attack him right away i gotta take him off his game plan of course, you take anybody off their game plan and they're not going to perform as well as they want to. But Aljamain knew it was a little bit more important to do that against Corey. Maybe some other guys, you know, they're, they, uh, they don't exactly have the, the type of pace that maybe Corey uh, sets. And Aljamain said, if I can get into my rhythm quickly, take him off his game, you know, uh, rush him a little bit, and make him on the defensive yeah that's and he also was able to take him down and finish him on the ground so Aljamain has definitely a strong ground game and he was able to you know sometimes you get really great ground guys and they can't take their opponent down and that's where the wrestling comes in so Aljamain right he was able to combine all of his strengths together the punches to get inside, the takedowns to get them down, and the jiu-jitsu to finish it. So I thought, what, what a great combination. We even said a long time ago, uh, Mark, I remember you and I talking, that boxing and wrestling together was great because guys can stand up and take the guy down and punch one on the ground. And yeah. then later, on, you know, now guys are able to kick, punch, wrestle, and do jujitsu. You know it, all of that together. I think jermaine has got a really uh, good skill set, so I I think he's. I think we're still gonna see him in a year's time from now moving up.
0: Yeah, yeah. I like to see him get a title shot. I mean, our weight class is pretty stacked, but I, I mean, he beat. I think I, he he did beat a former champion. I think I don't know if it was Holy Al Jose Alva, or the other guy, uh, Eden Bra. Or, uh, one of those two guys. He beat. I mean, the guy was towards, it was towards the end of their, you know. I mean, yeah, Well, think about this. He, now, But he still beat a guy that was a former champ. Right, but yeah. think about
1: this. He's a hundred, it's 135 pound weight class. That Bantam weight.
0: And, and. Had to be handed morale Burrell
1: then. It could have been it Could have been Burrell. Have been Burrell. But I, I do know that I think he's a pretty tall guy. I think he's like 5'7". At 135 pounds, that, that's a lot of height, I think, for someone in that weight division, and yeah. and he doesn't look small. He looks—he's no, no, a big dude. He's a big He does not look skinny, so he must do a lot of weight cut. And I can even see him possibly moving up to 145, even 155. Um, I think he's—I think he's 30, so he's not a young guy. He's not an old guy. He's—he's he's probably right around his prime right now. Yeah, maybe he's got a couple more years, but. Um, I I could see him definitely not going any lighter than 135. He probably has to really cut down to get that weight. But uh, any of those weight classes, I think he can do, uh, you know, maybe not 155. That might be a little bit heavy for him. Definitely 145. Yeah, I I could see him in 135, 145. Those weight classes, he'll probably live there for the next couple of years. That's what I anticipate. And in that, the the, the first
0: match to really – Like the Neil Magli fight, I wouldn't care about. I mean, it wasn't that great, but the Sean O'Malley fight, the first fight to kick it off against uh, former WC champion Eddie Weinman was pretty good. Um, He knocked him out.
1: Oh, yeah. And and it
0: it was first a kick that injured him, and then he just followed up with a punch. But I mean, that kid, Sean O'Malley, has got talent, man. Really good guy. He
1: he definitely has. I, I tell you, it's fun to watch because he's he's one of those skinny guys that you kind of overlook, and then all of a sudden you knock out. So yeah. it, it, he's a fun one to watch, yeah. and he's a little bit unorthodox. Uh, I would say, kind of comes at you with certain angles. And the guy he fought, Eddie Weinland, he's no chump either. You know, he's a kind of a wiry, you know, just scrappy guy. You know, on the ground, standing up, and um, Eddie Wineland a little bit also like uh, Garbrandt a little bit sticks his chin out a little bit leaves his oh uh, he's his always done that he's yeah. done
0: and that.
1: and, th- and that's what that's what kind of catches these guys I mean you got to have you know you got to get your hands up I mean I understand it's MMA there's lots of different things happening but um, you know you'll see you'll see I, I think some of the more successful fighters they they tend to not just leave it out there, you know, it's it's a habit, I think that some people, uh, take. even Sean O'Malley, you know, he's he could take a punch, but I think he covers up pretty well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, he's he's uh, got great kicks. He's flashy. You know, he, he, he'll, he'll be around for a while. You know, I could see him, you know, he's got to move up the ranks a little bit, but Oh, he's there. Uh, he's, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's got a couple submissions, submission wins, too. I mean, I, I it's not so. just striking him. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember. I've only seen him fight like two or three times. But, but yeah, I mean, it, it was a good card, you know. I was happy with it. You know, I don't know when the next one is. So when's the next UFC? So.
1: Well, I, I believe that. Uh, I don't know what's happening with John Jones. It's like a lot of stuff on. On, uh, there's a lot of stuff on, you know, Facebook about. Oh, oh they he's got one a, next weekend. Just,
0: well, yeah, um, we, Yeah, what I'm, are we saying about John Jones? He's well, I'm little, just
1: saying I don't. I don't know what your opinion is on John Jones. Is he staying with the UFC? Is he not? Are they trying to work things out? Because he was supposed to. I, I would love to see John Jones fight. Um, uh which we who he fought and supposedly won, but he, it was a very, very close fight. They're
0: they're pushing him to fight that other guy.
1: um, Right. They they want more of like a super fight. They want, John Jones wants to be now, he wants to get into heavyweight, but I think he's, uh, I I don't, I don't think it's a smart move for him to get into heavyweight.
0: I don't know. A lot of people say that he would um, be, I've heard different opinions. What's the of minute guy again? Sangano? He's saying that some uh, people think he'll beat it because he's got uh, better technique, um, but that is a big boy. I don't know. I think I don't know. I think I. I, I it's kind of interesting you brought this up. Uh, I won't take up too much of your time, but I was actually watching uh, uh, Cormier talking with Ariel the other day on YouTube. And DC pointed up some good points, saying that, you know, that uh, Jones has, has, because of his erratic behavior outside the cage, he got, he had, he learned, you know, like he got stripped of the belt or whatever for, you know, drunk driving and drugs or whatever, um, that he's kind of had to learn to live without having the belt. So maybe he's thinking that, hey, you know, if I'm no or fighting, it's not that bad. I But I don't know um John Jones' financial situation. If he took his money and invested it wisely and maybe bought some businesses so that he can make a living outside MMA, then maybe he's kind of using this as a way to retire if you know, like if he doesn't get paid the big bucks that he's looking for, because Dana, from Dana's point of view is he would give it to him, but considering what's going on with the COVID pandemic and everything, there's no way of them drawing enough, making enough money to pay him. If the, if he could, if Dana could foresee the pay-per-view sales and, you know, cause right now all they get is pay-per-view sales. They're not getting door sales, you know, ticket sales, you know, events. It's just, Purely um, pay per view uh, sales. If you could justify saying, all right, we're going to make, I don't know, I'm just throwing figures out there. The UFC makes 200 million and they want to give him, and John Jones is asking for 30 million, you know, then you could afford it. But maybe Dame is saying, all right, now we can only make 10 million. We could barely afford to pay you three million. I heard, I heard from the interview that John Jones says that he needs five million per play. Well, so they're he- guessing that he kind of asked for fifteen. So maybe he'd be happy. Maybe they can come meet somewhere in the middle. But I don't know. Maybe John Jones is. Maybe he's looking. To say, if I'm not gonna get the big make any more money, maybe it's time I hang it up. You know, who's, who else is going to beat him in this division? I mean, eventually someone will, because eventually if he keeps at it, his body will get messed up, and, you know, you know the whole story. Everybody, if all the time catches up to you, then the young buck comes by and takes you out. It's just the way it is.
1: But maybe, you know, maybe
0: he was smart enough to invest his money wisely, and maybe he's thinking, eh, I don't want to fight unless I get the big payday. And maybe maybe that's that's what he's thinking. But we'll see. Uh, would I like to see the fight? Yeah, but will it be make enough money to justify what John Jones is looking for? I don't know. I don't think – Yes, th- Dana thinks no. And Dana should know. I mean, he's a brilliant businessman. So.
1: I don't think any of these fighters need a certain amount of money. I think they just want. I mean, of course, five million – just like five million. A fight, and he fights at least a couple times a year.
0: No, Don Jones. No, he doesn't. He doesn't fight a couple times. I think he fights like one or two times a year. Yeah, uh, but but it's not like when he was younger. You got to remember, it's not five million since he's been in the UFC. I think it's probably like maybe the last whatever. Like I think when they signed a contract, the way Dana, I saw another interview with Dana when he signed a contract. I think he guarantees a person three or six fights. Now that those fights can go over a year, two years, three years. So this is probably like probably his last contract. Like so I think he's got three fights left from what I right here left on his contract. So so maybe the last few he means five million.
1: Yeah, but Mark, what I'm trying to say is do these fighters really need this money? They got plenty of money. There's a lot of up and coming fighters now that, yes, they don't make millions, they're making, you know, maybe 10,000, 15,000, but remember I'm the time- Some
0: don't even make that, Some of them only fight for
1: 2,000. Right, so what I'm saying is remember the times where, um, it was actually a statement that, like I'm glad that these fighters are making more, but I think that once you get into the million dollars, now it's like boxing. It's like like all these fighters do is just demand. I mean, it's, they they are not hungry for it.
0: I mean, well, I want. They, the, it, it's uh, there's it, nowhere near what the boxers make. Like, was this Floyd Mayweather makes three hundred million?
1: I know that's ridiculous. My, my thing is, there should be absolutely where these fighters can fight for five to eight years, and then be done, and then be able to live comfortably on retirement, but they shouldn't have to, you know, they shouldn't have to be millionaires by the end, like maybe the top guys. But, you know, if you're not a champion, you know, okay, fine. You know, a couple of top guys, they're going to be millionaires for the rest of their lives. You know, they will have investments, whatever. But if you're not a top guy or not someone that was always in the limelight, then yeah, you should have, you know, be able to retire, you know, comfortably with something to fall back on, you know, maybe you own a bar, maybe you own a restaurant, or maybe you just have enough to, you know, retire on, but, you know, not everybody who gets into it deserves to be a millionaire, you know, if you're on anything else, right? Right. But what and even like 300 million for one fight, I mean, there's very few people that are ever going to achieve,
0: you know, something like that, you know? Yeah. Only the Floyd Mayweather's of the world. Right. I don't know, you know, it's, it, it's all comes down. I'll just, I'll, I'll just make this one comment then then we'll go. Cause I don't want to take up too much of your time today, <laughs> but uh, it all comes down to supply and demand. If there's enough demand, demand for it, and it justifies the pay. Then, you know, um, I'd say that the fighters should get it because we're watching the event to watch the fighters. We're not watching the event to listen to Dana talk. We're watching it as an entertainment to take us away from our uh, day to day lives. It's like any other sporting event. That's why people like sports, it takes them away from their everyday uh, grind. So if the the demand is there, and they're bringing in the draw to uh, draw that amount of money and the amount of people to watch it, then pay them. But at the same time, from the owner's perspective, he's got to justify: is there enough draw to make to make that payout? If there isn't, then he can't. But um, there's always going to be that. No matter what the sport it is, there's always going to be that argument. <laughs> Well, anyway, guys, uh, that's a wrap for today. We'll be back after this short break. Hi, everyone. Are you looking for cleaning products to protect you and your loved ones from germs, even while you're on the go? Well, check out the cleaning and hand sanitizer products available at gijanecleaningproducts.com. Again, it's gi Hey, what's up,
1: world? This is Will, and you are about to listen to the Mark the Shark
0: MMA Show. Enjoy the show. Hi everyone, this is Mark the Shark Ritoro, just want to make sure that everyone's following me Not only here on this podcast But on my new live show That's hosted on Twitch You can watch it at twitch.tv Slash Mark the Shark MMA show, and that's Mark with a C and not a K And I air a new episode Every Saturday, so check it out Alright guys, this is Mark the Shark and I got some great news If you subscribe to my email list on my website I will email you a promo code that will allow you to save 20% on any MMA gear or Brazilian Jiu Jitsu gear put out by Hypnotic All you have to do is go to www.markthesharkmma.com, and that is Mark with a C and not a K and subscribe to my email list Go ahead and subscribe today Are you a fan of the Mark the Shark MMA Show? Are you looking for some swag? Check us out on the web at Show.com where we show t-shirts, hoodies, crop tops, hats, beanie hats, anything you want. Check it out. Are you also looking to become a guest on the show and be interviewed by me, Mark the Shark Retorto? Well, go to the website and sign up as a guest. Are you looking to become a sponsor? Go to the website. Sign up. Take advantage of the wild range growth of the sport of MMA. And have your business and service advertised to millions of listeners that listen to this podcast every week, worldwide, from everywhere. Check it out. www.markthesharkmmashow.com What's up
1: world this is will and you are about to listen to the mark the shark mma
0: show enjoy the show hey what's up world this is will and you are about to listen to the mark the shark mma show enjoy the show Are you a fan of the Mark the Shark MMA Show? Are you looking for some swag? Check us out on the web at www.markthesharkmmashow.com where we sell t-shirts, hoodies, crop tops, hats, beanie hats, anything you want. Check it out. Are you also looking to become a guest on the show and be interviewed by me, Mark the Shark Retorto? Well, go to the website and sign up as a guest. Are you looking to become a sponsor? Go to the website. Sign up. Take advantage of the wild range growth of the sport of MMA. And be, have your business and service advertised to millions of listeners that listen to this podcast every week, worldwide, from everywhere. Check it out. www.markthesharkmmashow.com All right, guys, we're back to the show. This is Mark, and to all the listeners out there, we'd appreciate it if you uh, make a small contribution to keep the uh, podcast going. All you have to do is go to anchor.fm/mark/the/shark/mma/show sh- and click on the support this podcast button. And it's Mark with a C and not a K. Again, it's anchor.fm/slash/mark/the/shark/mma/show.